0: G'day guys, it is I, Lyle them back with another instalment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoop presentation. Good to be back guys, uh, cheeky weekend off and uh, episode one of this, this week, uh, it's the 21st of December, uh, we are officially three, ooh, maybe even less, two days out from opening night uh, three days out from Pelicans basketball, so I hope we're all geared up for that. We're going to be chatting about that today. We're also going to be talking about the second game of the preseason against the Bucks. Uh The first game at the Smoothie King Centre, which was refreshing to hear the guys back on the call, uh, Antonio Daniels and also Joel Myers, obviously two of the best in the league at... Uh, and we get spoiled, I suppose, with the commentary team here, you know, they're, they're across everything, they have some really good takes, and, you know, we missed them in the first game, we had the uh, the Miami broadcasters, and that was difficult to watch, as we talked about, you know, they're sort of not really following the team at all, in terms of the Pels, so any of their calls were a bit uh, haphazard, I guess, to say the least, Uh But I digress. Of course, I am at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At Hoopball Pels is the show. Make sure you go over there and give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, We've got plenty of stuff going on. All of the Hoopball stuff over there, actually, before I get into it. Uh, At Hoopball Tweets is the Hoopball uh, main page on Twitter. And at Hoopball Fantasy as well. If you're into your fantasy, your NBA fantasy, make sure you go and give those pages a like. You'll... uh, You'll get a kick out of it. There's plenty of information that goes up there all the time. And, uh, of course, it was Fantasy Draft Weekend, basically. Being a week out from the start of the season, you had to get your Fantasy Drafts in uh, pretty much this weekend uh, if you were thinking of scoring in the first round. So, big weekend for me. I had a couple of those in addition to a couple of Christmas parties, I must admit. But uh, yeah, jam-packed weekend, so good to be back, and good to be talking Pels. So, coming up, first segment, we're going to be talking about the Bucs, uh, the Bucks game, and see how that went, and we'll break down some of the stats, and what we liked and what we didn't like, uh, what are the takeaways from that game, and, and the fallout from that, I suppose, being the media interviews with Stan Van Gundy uh, since then. And we're going to preview the Raptors game, which I spoke about on Twitter. I sent a little tweet out. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Tampa... Sorry, uh, not the... (laughs) Yeah, they've relocated down into Florida, so that's where they're based at the moment. But the Toronto Raptors, uh, they're stationed down in Florida at the moment uh, for the NBA season because of the uh, difficulties going between countries at the moment with Canada having a bit of a lockdown, I think, in terms of its international borders. So... We're going to be looking at all of that. There's a bit to cover, so we might as well dive straight in. Bucks game. So we played on Friday, uh, which was Saturday morning for me, which was perfect. Because it meant that uh, I could get up and and have a look at it. I think it was pretty good. Uh, We saw the the return of Drew Holiday, which I think brought a tear to... A lot of the Pels faithful's eyes seeing him in different colours. It was weird getting used to it. But it was also nice seeing him come back and, and playing in his home court in front of his, well, I mean, fans. I mean, there wasn't anyone there, but in front of a New Orleans stadium and staff and a place where he, he cut his teeth, you know, where he really, uh, I suppose, exploded uh, and became a household name in terms of a Great defender and, and a great leader in, in the Pelicans' uh, locker room. So it was good to see him. Luckily, we didn't have to play against Giannis. So again, we need to look at this game a little bit with an asterisk next to it. And and by asterisk, I mean not to take anything away from the Pel's, but you're not looking at a full strength side. It's still preseason. We're still going through different sets. We're still trying to work out what this lineup's going to look like. Who's going to play where? Who plays well together? And then you don't play against the best player in the league, being Giannis, you know, two-time MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Arguable, of course, there's always going to be people that can argue for each different player who's the best. But, you know, based on the awards, Giannis is pretty pretty good at the moment. You know, he just signed a massive deal as well with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. and um, So he's hanging around. They've, they've done everything they can to keep him happy, but he was out, so we didn't get to play against him. Their starters, I think the highest person that played in terms of minutes was Drew. He played the most for the Bucks. Now, the Pelicans, they took a bit of a different tact in that they sort of gave the guys who were going to be playing a fair bit of run. Um, you know, Lonzo Ball played 34 minutes, Zion 33, Bledsoe 32, B.I. only 24, and, and Stephen Ham's twenty two, but bit of Josh Hart, bit of J.J. Reddick. We didn't go too deep into the rotation. I mean, Willie Hearn and Gomez played seven minutes. Thornwell played 11. Jackson Hayes, 15. Melly, 16, and, and J.J. Reddick, uh, 19. So, you know, we didn't go to the point where we were pulling every single bloke off the bench to have a run, which I think is good, because you've got to treat this like a dress rehearsal. I mean, when you're you're a week out from playing uh, real basketball that counts, and you brought in a brand new coach, brand new system, whole heap of new players, you really need to give them a run out to see uh, what you've got. So, Lonzo started quite well. You know, he ended with nineteen points, five rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and a block. Shot seven of eleven, which was a big criticism of him in the first game, is that he took the most shots on the team. He took 15 uh, in the game against Miami. In this, he looked patient. He took good shots. There wasn't any real rush shots. There wasn't any silly uh, trigger-happy threes. And if they were shots like that, he, he made them, which were good. Uh, you know, 7 of 11 is much more tolerable. 63% 3 of 6 from 3. He didn't need to take nine threes in this. You know, he took 6. Hit half of them. You live with that. Had three turnovers, but, you know, he's pretty much the primary ball handler. You're going to have turnovers when you're in that position. I think the real star of the show for us, though, was Zion Williamson. So he exploded. We got 31 points, nine rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block. 12 of 22, so 54%. He he took three three three-pointers. He missed them. Uh, 7 of 11 from the free throw again. Probably could have been a little bit better but he's getting there and he's making the majority of them and he's bullying people. You see some of these highlights where he's just, there was a, a very early on in the game he just blew past Brook Lopez straight to the basket. He missed the layup but it was that aggression to the bucket that really stood out. That if he plays a bit of small ball five, and by small ball height-wise, you know, strength-wise, he can probably mix it with the best of them, he is going to beat them with his speed and his athleticism. And there's a lot of centers that are not going to be able to guard him. And that was actually one of the takeaways from Stan Van Gundy's uh, press conference, as he talked about, at training or at practice, they had been uh, actually practicing with Zion at the five. And, and it's an intriguing lineup, because, you know it's almost like that Golden State death lineup where you're going a bit smaller, you're going a bit faster, but you haven't lost that athleticism. You know, you've got this guy in the middle. What are you going to do? You're going to put four shooters around him. And if you go on Twitter and you have a look and you see these guys that are begging for for shooters around Zion, well, that lineup probably is going to be loaded with shooters. Because you're probably going to play three guards. You're going to put JJ Redick on next to him. Maybe uh, Brandon Ingram plays like a, a small power forward. He plays at the four. And perhaps you play that uh, Stan Van Gundy trademark one in, four out, which he trademarked with the uh, Orlando Magic, where he's playing Rashard Lewis at at, um, at the four. I mean, that's a bit of a throwback. Hito Turgaloo, shout out to those guys, Jimmy and Nelson. You know, they played this where they had Dwight Howard in the middle, and that athletic center, could it be replicated with Zion? Well, why not? Same as what he did with Drummond. So, interesting, interesting things to look forward to. And I think we might see a bit of that depending on the matchup. Um, of course, he can play alongside uh, Stephen Adams, and we expect to see a whole heap of that. Um, and that traditional lineup where Zion can just absolutely punish the smaller fours. If a five tries to guard him, he beats him with speed. You know, he's got a little bit of outside touch. He, he didn't show it in this game, but he, he's willing to take it. Well, he could do some real damage, and it's exciting to see that he's willing to do this and, and to, I suppose, expand his arsenal from the inside out and, and Stan Van Gundy's sort of giving them that green light to go and do that. So looking forward to that. Over at the, well, other notable, you know, Brandon Ingram only played 24 minutes. He had 11 points, three rebounds, three assists. Uh, Stephen Adams in 22 minutes had nine rebounds, which you just love. He's going to be doing that. Um, Nikhil didn't get any minutes in this game, but, you know, it's preseason. They're, they're trying to try a few different things out. Uh, so Bobby Portis over at the Bucks started for uh, them in place of Giannis. Uh, he didn't play very much. Drew Holiday, like I said, he played 26 minutes, had 15 points, which was nice. And Chris Middleton, in 26 minutes, had 29 points. So that was probably the guy that uh, did most of the damage. But in the end, it was 127 to 113. Good win. As long as we can, you know, you, you can step back and you go, all right, well, look, it's a preseason game. They didn't have their best player. But you take confidence from these wins. Confidence, pardon me from these wins, in that winning breeds winning, breeds winning, breeds winning. You know, the more you win, the more you continue to win because you back yourselves. You don't doubt yourselves. You step into your shots. You make the shots. It's like anything, you know, when you see a shooter that's cold and all of a sudden he hits a shot, even if it's a free throw. It's just seeing the basket go in. If you win a game, then you believe that you can win the next game and the next game and the next game. And so that's something that I think is important. And going into a season where we just don't know what we're going to get. You know, we've got half the schedule released. It's all over the shop. We don't know. There's not going to be any fans. It's all going to be different. Players could be out with COVID at any time. You know, they've got all these protocols in place. So if you can bank wins and you can bank them early and you build momentum doing that, well, you're going to catch a couple of teams off guard. And I think that it will be good to bank some wins early in this first half before we even get to the, all-star break and, and work out uh, what the second half of the schedule is going to look like. So, happy with that. We'll take a little break there and I'll just plug the uh, the sponsors, of course. Uh, Manscaped.com HoopBall20 is the code. Get 20% off and free shipping. Now, they've got a whole heap of things out. They've got a Christmas package out. I think it's a Manscaped 3.0, I think it's called. Uh, it's got what if the lawnmower three is in there? Uh, a few different other things. Make sure you head over to their manscape Use the code hoopball twenty. That'll tell you that tell them that hoopball sent you. So make sure you go and do that. Uh, ExpressVPN, of course, good friends of the show. Uh, hoopball, uh, sorry, ExpressVPN slash hoopball is something you can go and visit and go and use the ExpressVPN. It's a great uh, service, and um, of course. Uh, very good at protecting your identity online. So make sure you go and check those guys out. And all of your betting needs has to be at mybookie.ag. Make sure you go over there and check out everything that they are doing over there because they are going to be having Christmas specials left, right, and center. If I know anything about mybookie, they'll be giving stuff away. So make sure you go and do that. Use the code Hoopball uh, and no doubt they'll look after you as well. So make sure you go and do that. Now, of course, we've got to plug the fantasy pass over at hoop-ball.com. If you're not over there and it well, if you're not over there at all, well, you're missing out because we've got a whole heap of stuff um, going on. If you so you get into the forums, you sign up, you even in the free stuff, you can bank points. So as you rank up by going on posts and buying stuff or um, you know, commenting on things, your rank goes up and you get discounts from that. So make sure you go and do that even if it is uh, some question you can you can bail me up and say oh what do you reckon of this and I'll um I'll write back to you. There's plenty of pros over there, heaps of them. For whatever team you want, whatever uh, fantasy question you have, some of the best guys, of course, in the fantasy pass as well. It's four ninety nine a month. Uh, US sign up, you'll get access to all the draft guide, the Brucey one hundred and fifty. If your draft isn't happening, your fantasy draft hasn't happened yet. This is the stuff you need. Do not miss out. It's worth it. Don't buy a cup of coffee this, well, well, one day. Don't buy one cup of coffee and you have that for one month. So, especially if you're in Perth, because coffee is extortionate. But I'm telling you guys, it's good. It's the best in the business. Go and do it. Go and support us. We only plug it at this point of the year, before the season gets going. We'll talk about it, of course, throughout the year. But if you want it, go and get it. And tell them "Lyle sent you." Why not? Tell them that. You know, we've just launched a Discord server as well, so there's all the different uh, Discord uh, groups there that you can go on. We're all on there, all the different Hoopball Pros, so you can go and have a chat to them and uh, all the team coverage. So make sure you go on there and, and chat to us, and we'll get into it. And obviously, tweet us and, and the like on Twitter, you know, bail us all up. We're, we always love all that sort of stuff. All the banter is good banter. So make sure you go into that. Check us out. It will be much appreciated. Anyway, enough of that. I've plugged in enough. A bit of a preview. What have we got coming up? So, big game. Big game coming up. So, we had that game against the Bucks and we've had a bit of a rest. We've done a bit of training. Had a couple of press conferences. Uh, Stan Van Gundy said that he's going to play maybe an eight to nine man rotation. So, that'll be interesting to see. And, then we hit the 23rd of December, 8.30am my time on the 24th, uh, but I don't even know what that translates to, I can't work it out in my head, uh, I think it's 14 hours, so whatever that translates to, Pelicans take on the Raptors, and I'm pretty sure it's over in Tampa, uh, yep, so it's at Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida, so make sure you go over there and, and uh Give that a watch. I hope we're all geared up for it because it's, this is proper basketball. This is what we want. Surely. Surely this is what we've been waiting for. 71 days between the off season and now we're here. Big game. The Raptors are no slouch. They're a great side in the east. Uh, led by Kyle Lowry. Pascal Siakam's there. They lost Serge. They lost Mark Gasol. Signed Aaron Baines, good Australian slash Kiwi. Well, I mean, we claim him, but uh, apparently he's born in New Zealand. It's going to be a tough game. They are honestly they're they're pretty similar in terms of their uh, team lineup. They they match up quite well with the Pelicans. You know, big centers as well as, I suppose, nuggety guards. You know, strong. Built guards, so Lowry, strong. Bledsoe, strong. Good wing players. O.G. Ananobi's a good player. Fred Van Vleet, another good guard. We've got Lonzo, we've got J.J. Reddick, Josh Hart. They've got Pascal Siakam, who plays phenomenal at the three and the four. A bit like Brandon Ingram. Lengthy forward, I guess. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup. And I think it's going to be a really good measuring stick to start because not only are we going to see a much improved Pelican side, another year of development, obviously a healthy Zion, BI, a nice defensive-minded team now that they're trying to buy in, but it's a new system. Obviously, the Raptors are a little bit different as well, but they've also kept that core intact. Lowry, Van Vliet, Siakam, Anubi. Guys like that, they're, they're all still there. So there's not that big of a change for them. They've won a championship together. They know how they play. Nick Nurse is a great coach. Uh, Canada's coach, actually. The coach of the Canadian national team. He knows what he's doing. They've won championships. With or without Kawhi Leonard, you know. are still a phenomenal team. So it's not going to be an easy walkthrough. We're going over to to Tampa. Um, So I don't know whether or not they're having a crowd or who knows what they're doing in Florida. I think Florida's got a bit of its own rules from all reports. Um, So what are we going to see? I think we're going to see a a game where we're well matched. I think if we can keep turnovers low, that's going to be the key. It's also going to be finishing that defensive possession by securing the rebound. If they miss a shot, because we've done a good defensive uh, set, then secure the rebound and go and score at the other end, or run your own set offensive set at the uh, at the other end. We cannot get slack on that, and I think Stan Van Gundy has been hammering them on that. You know, he he's preached defense the whole way through, so we need to make sure that that is locked in. I think defense is going to be key here. Whoever defends the best and takes care of the rock. If you're giving it up easy, well, you're going to be in some trouble. Patience as well on offense. We don't need to rush. If we get out in transition, perfect, go and score. If we don't, then slow down. Use the screens that we got from these big guys that are willing to set them. Or dump down to guys that are going to score. You know, opening possession for Lonzo. He ran around the screen, he could have taken a three, instead took a couple of steps in, wide open space, he knew Brook Lopez was down in the paint, and he hit a little jump shot, a little mid-range. If we can do things like that, it's still two points. If you're going to make it, we'll take it. You know? You don't need to drive in and get absolutely smashed, just for the sake of it. You don't need to settle for a three, just because you can. Work the ball left to right. Into the post, out of the post. You know, you got twenty four seconds. There's no point rushing. So it'll be interesting to see. I also interesting to see the uh, the eight to nine man lineup. Who falls out of that? I mean, surely Melly probably features in it. Maybe it's Jackson Hayes. that's the uh, the odd man out. I don't know because uh, you're going to be running Stephen Adams um, in terms of a backup. If they're talking Zion and they're saying that Zion and, and Brandon Ingram, at least one of them's going to be on the field at the whole time, well, perhaps that small ball center comes out a bit sooner than we anticipate. But who knows? It's all conjecture. But it's something that we've got to look forward to. So, overall, take care of the basketball. Secure the defensive rebounds. And play our own game. Make them play on our terms. That's going to be the key. So looking forward to that. Make sure you tune in. Guys, I'm going to leave it at that. I think that's enough of a little uh, rundown of what we can expect. Looking forward to the opening night uh, in one day. And then in two days, Pels Basketball. And then Christmas and Pels Basketball on Christmas as well. So geared up for that. All right, guys. I'm going to leave it at that. As always... I'm Lyle Swithenbank at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. This has been the Pelican Scoop at Hoopball Pels on Twitter as well. Make sure you go and give us a like and a subscribe and tell your friends about us because we're going to be doing this all season. I'm geared up for it. I hope you all are too. Enjoy game one. And we'll have a chat about it afterwards. I'll leave you with that. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. As the new year unfolds, make it a year of comfort and indulgence with Minky Couture. Wrap yourself in the lap of luxury with our exquisite blankets. Picture the cozy moments, the warmth of our premium materials, and the stylish designs that define Minky Couture. Welcome the new year with the ultimate in comfort and sophistication. January is your month to embrace luxury. Visit MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today. Elevate your comfort, elevate your style with Minky Couture.